Well, 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 this is uh, your boy Manny Maldonado, uh, my first podcast, and I'm actually on the road right now to do a show uh, in Porterville, California, and believe it or not, I have a friend from back in the day that's giving me a ride, and uh, you guys might know him. <laughs> he is AKA the party starter. Darren Carter is in the house. Yes, in the car. <laughs> I had a sneeze real quick. He's not even in the house, in the car. We're in the car, uh, on the five. That's right. We're live, we're live, <laughs> we left Burbank, California. We're going to drive over the grapevine, go through Bakersfield, up to Porterville. This is exciting, man. I'm, I'm excited because Manny used to have a podcast back in the day. I go, dude, you got to bring out a podcast to get Manny to the max. I go, I remember when we would do ours at the John Lovitz Comedy Club at Universal Studios. <laughs> and the thing, what kind of is bad about, there's a lot of pluses to being on a network but then when it goes away, you're, you lose your podcast. I said, yeah. man, what's great about doing it on Anchor, for example, it's you. It's yours. It's you're, you're recording it on the go, like in your pocket. You pull out your phone, boom, you're recording it. This is yours. No one's going to take this away from you. You know what I mean? And then if you decide to get, like, you know, more re- recording equipment and then transfer the file to your computer or whatever, boom. But it's, but it's yours. It's not like, you know... And you got a lot to say, so that's what's exciting that you're going to have a podcast. If you let me talk, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, this, exactly. so he's he's kind of my guest, but now he's taking over the show of my podcast. Uh, I am the host. And <laughs> your guest today is Manny Maldonado. <laughs> now we're flipping scripts. So uh, having a podcast and, and all that stuff was it was it was a fun time. It was good. Uh, my co-host was Ida Rodriguez. is very funny, but. Uh, yeah, I kind of want to get back in the realm of uh, just me talking, uh, maybe ranting a little bit and talking to comedian friends, talking about topics, talking about whatever the hell is on my mind. And uh, yeah, so we're excited. We're going to do this show tonight at the Pan American uh, Hall in Porterville. This is my first time actually performing in Porterville, which is interesting. I've done a lot of shows uh, being from up north from the Central Valley. Just Darren is actually from the Central Valley as well. But this it's always fun to go back to the valley uh normal hard-working people i guess that uh come and support comedy so it's a fun thing but uh darren darren has been uh, doing comedy for how long you been doing comedy now dude it'll be like i'm coming i'm coming up on 30 years 30 years everybody 30 years <laughs> 30 years <laughs> it sounds, dude it sounds crazy to say out loud 30 years It's crazy I, I'm, I'm a 20 year vet now And so Wow So 30 is 20 years 20 years Yeah I thought that was a long time But 30 I feel better now I yeah. feel better yeah. um, but Remember when you first started comedy oh, I don't yeah. know about you But I, I would like we would, we would exaggerate We'd round up You know It'd be like Like if you'd been doing it for like Like 10 months You'd be like Yeah I've been doing it about a year Yeah a year Yeah you'd round it off Now you're like No I want to deduct Then, Well I was deducting <laughs> But now I'm just like Screw it man this, It is what it is It is what it is Okay Yeah and when you started, um, did you start comedy in, in your in your hometown as well? Yeah, Fresno, California. Okay. And my big break was going to San Jose because I worked at Great America. Uh-huh. And then I started, like, hitting up the clubs, like, you know, Cops, Punchline, Holy City Zoo, Tommy T's. Oh, the Holy City Zoo was around when you started? Yes. I only, I only played it once, though, but I met Robin Williams there, so that was cool. Oh, that's real cool. But I didn't really say much to him. I just go, wow, it's foggy out. And he goes, oh, it's cold. Oh, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but you uh, you grew up in Modesto? I grew up in uh, Modesto. I was born born in Modesto, California, raised in even a smaller town called Ceres. Oh, yeah, I've seen but, that. But um, I went to went to high school in Ceres, <laughs> but the, the rest, I was, you know, I grew up in Modesto pretty much. But so. I remember in Fresno, when I, I'm sorry, when I grew up in, uh, when I started my comedy in San Jose, mm-hmm. 
that we used to um, do shows in Modesto back then. At, and, uh, at Sweet River? N- yeah, maybe Sweet River, but then I remember... At the like, Red Lion? Yeah, Red Lion, like these hotel ballrooms. Mm-hmm. And, dude, Modesto was awesome, man. You, Modesto was a good, dude, very, com- very comedy-friendly uh, town. Dude, it was great. It was Be- way better than the Bay Area. Before I got into comedy, um, I would go to a lot of comedy shows in Modesto, and it was just... It was a highlight. I mean, it was, people would come out and support comedy, whether it be bars or clubs or ballrooms. People people enjoyed... Uh, Medusa had a good little scene of... Uh, it was great. It was, I'm talking like 91, 92. Uh-huh. Okay. Time, 93, maybe. Yeah. I was still in high school, but okay. Yeah. yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, there was... there. But ever since then, yes, I do remember... It was great. Uh, people go see comedy all the time. And it was, uh, it was fun. But I remember when I first started... Uh, we didn't have any open mics. I, I would I would perform uh, after a cover band uh, at a bar called Sidelines, and it was it was a rough place, man. What was the cover band? Uh, the the cover band just sang all kinds of oh, uh, like different covers. Yeah, different like you know, Sweet Home Alabama. And, it wasn't like a Prince lookalike. No, band. it was nothing like that. It, it was they played a, a variety of songs. They were good. They were good artists. Uh, I wouldn't say they were good artists. They were just good singing, and yeah, singing yeah. good cover songs. But it's 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 rough to do comedy in between the band, right? Because what I, w- I, w- I would do is uh, I would intro the band. Oh, that's good. And and uh, you know, t- try to tell jokes in between uh, sets when they were on their break. Sometimes people would laugh. Sometimes a lot of the times that people didn't. But then I started, you know, started getting a little bit funnier and funnier. And then uh, at one point, I started uh, driving to Sacramento to do uh, and San Francisco to do. Showcases. They didn't have open mics. They just had showcases. So you know, you, you try to get on and do five or six minutes and see if you can get on as a host and, and do a week at the punchline. And I was lucky. Uh, one time, I I would go six months for six months straight. I would go drive from Modesto all the way to San Francisco on Sunday because Sunday always had a big showcase in San Francisco. They still do it to this day at the punchline. And I can I can never get on because a lot of the locals would get on and you would just wait. Wow. But I finally got on. And I did well, and the guy that runs the punchline uh, offered me a week to work with uh, Dave Chappelle. That's great. And the, re- and the rest was history. Wow. So I got lucky. But I, it was just one of those things where a lot of comedians would drive uh, to San Francisco because that's that's where you showcase for the punchline is there. But yeah, I did a lot of uh, a lot of house parties. Oh my god, I did a lot of house parties growing up in Modesto. You know, people asked me to do comedy. Did you have a microphone and speakers? They always had that provided, you know what I mean? Which which I was lucky with that. <laughs> That's good. So that was kind of cool. I remember I, I used to run run a comedy room. I was at a bar in, in Manteca, California, and I had my DJ and he, he had the, the speakers and all that kind of stuff and th- those were those were fun times, man. I it, like I said it was it was a different time uh, starting comedy back then, but I I don't regret it. I loved it. I loved it. And what about you? What, what was uh, what was like your first big break uh, into comedy? For, you know, it's funny. I guess all the the, the breaks kind of add up. Or like, I think my first big break that really helped me a lot. Uh, the, I mean, the big one, like the most, you know, was the Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. That was like the one that's like, okay, you know, when you're on an airplane and somebody's like, why are you flying to? Albuquerque and then yeah. you, you might be like well I'm a comedian oh have you ever done the Tonight Show and I, I was like I could be like yes I have and there you know what I mean but 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 more than that that actually helped open up doors to where I can do better gigs I think but but backing up before that different little breaks I had um, working at Great America because I auditioned to, to get the gig and that got me out of Fresno so that was like 
and at that, at that summer they were trying to have like comedians like entertain people before like the different little you know do 15 minutes before like the shows okay so that was a that was a break um, another break came where I did a college tour because I was totally out of money when I lived in San Jose uh-huh. and we did this college tour and I remember we got 700 bucks a week okay. to travel around the USA and, and, and do colleges and uh, I mean it's, it was brutal it was like being in a band I mean you're gone for like three months at a time but it was a break I was able to like save money and get a car and that kind of thing. Um, I think another break was landing a, a national commercial because that would, that enabled me to move to LA. You know, nice. Get making that mailbox money. You know, you right. Know. Go to the mail. Get your yeah, all that good stuff. And right now, you know, I, I was telling Manny like I started. I have a podcast. It's called Pocket Party, and I think having a podcast is another break, and it's a break that you give yourself. You know, because now you're connecting with with people, and then. A buddy asked me this yesterday. He goes, he goes, what would you rather have, a fan base or a, or a special? And I said a fan base. A fan base, because a fan base, they'll never leave. They'll be there. Yes. Unless you piss them off or something, or, or get in <laughs> trouble, or, or get in some kind of trouble with the law. You're like, I, I'm not a fan of it anymore. Unless, do you, you do Damn, some, I wish I had a special. <laughs> yeah. I need the special now. You know, unless you do some Bill Cosby shit or whatever. You know, you, you, you definitely want to have, yeah, yeah, the yeah, fan yeah. base is, is, is loyal. <laughs> is loyal until you... Make them unloyal. I, I feel I feel that yeah, way. Yeah. So I remember one of the first big breaks that I had was uh, doing BET yeah. in uh, in LA in in '98. I want to say '98, really? around That's there. Cool. So that was kind of cool. That was a nice little break. I thought that was Wait, like that I was like been, you might as well give me a sitcom. Like, I had I had three minutes of material. That like, would have been twenty one years ago. So yeah, I'm like twenty years plus now. I'm twenty years oh, plus. So yeah. I'm like, hey, so, but, but fuzzy you know, math over there. My, like, my math is kind of suspect, but it's twenty years plus, everybody. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I've been doing comedy thirty hey, years. He's like, I've been doing twenty nine. <laughs> been doing twenty eight. You get twenty eight, you guys. No, Dude, uh, so that was. Hey, you know what? If we're gonna lie, <laughs> let's do forty we, years. <laughs> 40 years, bitches. Let's lie about the city. Why are we saying Porterville? Yeah, yeah we're actually going to Atlantic City. Yeah. We're on the we're on the bridge to going to Atlantic City. Exactly. Yeah, we're we just stole. We, we're just, do- we just sold out the uh, <laughs> Madison Square Garden. We're actually going to do the Rubber Bank Theater in uh, in uh, Bakersfield. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there we go. We're, Rubber, the, we're, we're doing this. We're also more corporate stuff from a private jet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling the pilot to just. Calm it down a little bit. Like, why does it sound like they're in a Honda pilot? <laughs> you know? yeah. So no, uh, twenty-one years plus. Excuse me, maybe twenty-two, twenty-three. <laughs> but look, the point is, it's twenty years plus. But I remember that was a nice yeah. break. Yeah, and that, that was fun. So I did BET in ninety-eight, ninety-nine, and I, I really thought, oh man, you might as well just give me a sitcom now. I'm gonna have to do a TV, but Dude, I know. It, it was BET. It was different. Yeah, <laughs> it's Bet TV, as bet my mom would say. Yeah, it's bet your ass. <laughs> so those yeah. are fun times. I remember. Uh, What's great about BET is they would air it a lot too. They right? would. They would. They, they would. I remember Gary Owen was the host oh, when shit. I did it in '98, and, and then Lester Berry. Dude, we did it the same year. We probably did the same year. Yeah, but it was oh. weird because I remember my call time. I, I think this is funny. They had us there all day. I'm like, why are we here all day? I remember my call time was like at one o'clock. I didn't go on to like nine thirty in the evening. No. And then they had a oh. limo for me. I'm like, I don't need a limo. This is ridiculous. Oh my gosh. And we I had a trailer. It was it was just, it was crazy. But that's how it was, man. BET, and they had the models and stuff on yeah. stage. You know what, though? I do remember getting some good advice. That guy, he, he gathered us. I forget his name. Uh, the guy from BET, he, he, the producer or whatever, like the big wig. He gathered us around. He goes, in a comedy club, your set builds and you end with your big, strong joke. Good night. Yeah. Television is the opposite, he told us. He said, start out strong, so otherwise they'll change the channel. And I thought that was pretty interesting. That is very interesting. You know? And I think that relates to 
people listening to this podcast and everything else that you watch on YouTube and all that stuff because as Americans or you know, I'm a Mexican American but as America's very like they want it right now they want it you know yeah. they want a gratification right here right now but the patience is not really there anymore. Yeah. We just got to. Well, that's what's great about podcasting because if people are listening to this, mm-hmm. they they have more patience. You know, they're who knows what they're doing right now. Yeah, maybe you guys are on the on the treadmill, or maybe you guys are, are arguing with your your loved one, and you want to have some time to yourself. Exactly. Who knows what you guys are doing? But you're doing something, whether it be you're, you're taking time to, to listen, or you're you're on a, you're, you're exercising, or whatever. You might be stuck in traffic, and if you live. In LA, like we do, there's, that's what podcasts are great for when you're awesome. stuck in traffic. Yeah, you know, Phil. Um, okay, so some people might feel like, oh, like, like I'm just starting a podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, why well, should it? But here's the thing: like in the last two months, um, Dr. Phil started the podcast. Mike Tyson started the podcast. Carlo O'Brien started the podcast. Like, like podcast is like it's great because when people are in their cars, they can't look at their phones right yeah. now as they're driving. You know, you can't watch a Netflix movie because you got to keep your eye on the road, right? I, I do that all the time. Yeah, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you, I got, may, you may have it playing, but yeah. you're like, you got to, like... But you podcast, still got to keep your eyes on the road, yeah. yeah. a podcast is something you're able to, like, listen to. Yeah, what, the people, yeah um, the people, I agree. The people from Apple, they, um, I was reading this article, they, they tutored Dr. Phil about his podcast, and they said... The average commute is 20 minutes. So 20 minutes to work, 20 minutes home. Mm-hmm. So they kind of recommended him. They go, you know, a good, a good length of time for your podcast might be about 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, yeah and uh, Dr. Phil's a cool guy. I, I've done this show before. I was a panelist. That was fun. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was, the topic was about stereotypes and racism. And he had he had uh, Paul Mooney, myself, wow. a couple other uh, important people. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. From each race or something? Or yeah, like from each race. Or... And like, yeah, you know, but he, he was a cool guy. Uh, welcome to the show, Manny. I mean, he was a really yeah. nice guy. Uh, that was, I think I did that in 2010, you I believe. That, was that kind of a break or is it just another thing? I, I kind of looked at it as another thing. Because yeah. I, I didn't know. <laughs> I don't think people were going to go, and for the Dr. Phil show, when you get introduced, no. Because yeah, usually no, usually yeah. when you're on Dr. Phil, it's because you got some kind of damn trouble yeah. or, or whatever. Yeah, so it was kind of weird using <laughs> So that was kind of cool that he used me anyway. I wasn't in trouble. Did you use it as a credit though? Uh, it is. Career? It is. It is on my. I think it is on my on my bio or whatever. But yeah, it, that was that was actually interesting. That was actually a do fun. You, do you remember the Ricky Lake show? I do remember Ricky Lake. I was a panelist on the Ricky Lake. Really? Show. Yeah. I do remember that. Dude, I'll tell you what. I got paid eight hundred bucks, mm-hmm. and they flew me out to New York City, and they put me in a hotel. Wow. I was like, and I was like hoping I could make that a regular thing, but then our show got canceled. Yeah, that's, Ricky Lake, that's man. That's not bad, right? That's not like, bad. No, that's that's cool. Hotel, eight hundred bucks, and then you get to be on TV. It's like you get be on on TV, yeah. and, and and Ricky Lake, I do remember. She, it was a daytime talk show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was cool. It I, was, um, I guess we're stuck in the air yeah. <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. we're, we went from the air. Now, no, we're on land. Now we're actually stuck. We're bumper to bumper. Bumper to plane bumper, to plane. Plane to plane in, in midair. Yeah. Uh, I was almost going to turn on my GPS. But I was always going to. I was almost going to say, "Can people call in right now?" But they can't because uh, we're just recording a normal podcast. I was like, "If I turn on my <laughs> GPS, they'll know we're not flying." <laughs> but I, I remember uh, the the comedy game has has changed a lot in the the twenty plus years I've been in. I do remember that if it was all about if you're funny, you're going to get work. Now it's a different time, obviously. Yeah. Uh, if you have a lot of uh, <laughs> viewers, if you have a lot of followers, yeah. uh, you're, you're bound to get some love, which is great. I, and, you know, but there is a difference between somebody that, that does comedy 
uh, through social media only and putting them on stage, it's a whole different animal. Yeah. You know, and what's your take on that? What's your take on, what do you think about that? You know, I remember I did um, this comedy club a couple of years ago, Mm -hmm. and they were saying that this um, comedian they'd never heard of before, her name was um, Jess Hilarious on Instagram, but I think she's also on uh, BET, no, not BET, she's on like, uh, uh, what's that Nick Cannon show? Wild and Out. Wild and Out. Oh, I, I've heard of her. I, I don't know her personally. Jess yeah, yeah I, I've heard of her. Yeah, Jess, Hilari- Jess, Jess Hilarious. Yes. Yeah, they, they, they were like, yeah, like no, no, t- nobody was buying any tickets. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. But then they were like, she did two Instagram posts mm-hmm. and sold the place out. And I was like, who is this? And mm-hmm. I looked at what she does. And I'm like, wow, like it just kind of shows you the power of. Like, yeah, the power of of yeah. the gram, as people would say, is is on one. And my gram is normal. I only have uh, 2,500 followers. But the difference between my Instagram. And have people that have thousands of followers is I know all those 2,500 people in real life. Yeah. So how many people could say that out there that you have 20, over 2,500 <laughs> friends like in real life? Yeah. Not that many. So I, 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 I'm not out there trying to get all these followers. But so far, I'm kind of like a normal, you know, follow, uh, person people follow, I guess. But I, I commend anybody that has uh, millions and billions of, of followers. I think that's great. Uh, but being being funny on social media, being funny on a stage are two different things. <clears throat> Absolutely. And then what can be frustrating for us mm-hmm. is, is the uh, the club owners don't care. You know, no, they don't care. Like if you sell tickets, yeah. that's what they want. And yeah, yeah. I, did, I did a show. I was, in, I was on the road, and uh, I, in between, they asked the the radio guys go, "Hey, how was?" Uh, and they mentioned some guy that was like a star. Mm-hmm. You know? And they go, oh, his comedy is terrible. They go, but he sold out every show. We had to add a show. <laughs> and the guy stuck around till 3 a.m. and signed every last autograph and took pictures. They go, we can't wait to have him back. And I was like, wow. Well, the thing is, is like, if, yeah. you, if, if you're not going to be funny, like in real life, at least do the right thing and stick around and, and do <laughs> sign some yeah. autographs and, yeah. and be nice to everybody. You don't want to be unfunny and then an ass. That would oh, kind of no. be not cool. But it happens. Dude, I was in Miami at the Miami Improv mm-hmm. um, before it closed, and they were like, "Like, they were like, yeah, this this um, another one of those type of guys came in, and then they they uh, he he signed the chef's knife, and like, cause I go, why is that knife on the wall? Like it was like framed. They're like, yeah, because so and so signed the knife, and I was like, wow, oh my god, a framed knife. And also that club, mm-hmm. I felt like all the staff was under thirty. Like, the manager was, like, 29, and okay. the staff was young, and I was, like... That was one of the first times I was, like, wow, I, I'm actually feeling older now. Yeah, okay, so... You man, know yeah. what I mean? Like, if, if the guy's cutting the check is under 30, yeah. Yeah, you're exactly. starting to go, man, I, what's up yeah. with my life? <laughs> what yeah. was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, because I think I might have been, like, 40, and I was, like, mm-hmm. well, I'm 40. Right. They're all excited about this stupid YouTube guy, mm-hmm. and they're all, like, in their 20s, and you're, like... Well, you know, I mean, that's... You know I mean, I, mean? I, I having a fourteen-year-old son, or well, he's, he's gonna be fourteen. Yeah. You know, he's he's all about you know the the YouTubes and. <laughs> Wait, is the, this thing recording? I think so. Yes. Sure, even if it's not. No, it, it is recording, everybody. Oh yeah, it's it's recording. Yeah. Yeah, we're at actually nineteen we're just, minutes and thirty-one we're just using seconds. This therapy. It's like there's no there's no podcast. There's <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know we were we had this on or not, but it is on. We're actually at 19 minutes and 42 seconds, so we're, act, we're actually yeah. actually doing all right. Um, so what are you saying about your son? Yeah, I mean he's he's into all the YouTube things, and there's this there's this rapper that's really killing the game, and he's only been doing it for years. His name is Blueface. 
Mm. He has this song, hit song called Tatiana. And I'm like, you know, here's somebody, they interviewed him the other day, and he was like, he's not really into rap. He's just, he just heard himself in the studio and kind of like what I'm doing right here with the anchor. Just like, you know, Wait, just you mean, trying. So this rapper has a hit song and he's not even a rapper. Well, he is a rapper, but now, but he said he it's not something that he pursued. Wow. It kind of just happened. He His friends say, hey, man, you should try it out. And then he do, did it. And then kinda, it, you know, he's a viral sensation. And that's awesome. it. Awesome. I felt like sometimes I, used to, I remember I, I thought about that. Rappers are kind of like voiceover actors, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? You go into the studio and you and you take on a persona and do it. What are you doing right now? Going to your app? Don't don't accidentally mess. No, no, no. Don't don't put it on the ways. You're recording a podcast. Yeah, because I want to know how come our flight is kind of stuck oh, in the oh, air. Yeah, yeah. But it's okay. I'll let my pilot deal with that. Yes. Okay. I mean, they ain't going to help. There's no other alternative, so we're, so, we're good. No, so you... I'm sorry. What were you saying? So... Like, uh, I feel like, uh, like rappers are like voiceover actors, mm-hmm. you know, like you could just take on a persona. If you could do good voice, you go in the studio, put on the headphones and be like, you know, driving down the five, got my five over. Like mm-hmm. this could be my whole persona. Like what if this like went viral and then they meet me and I'm just like, yeah, I've been doing this for like 30 years. I'm just a dad just trying to lower his cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, 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 right. For sure. For sure. So this blue face guy is he like a younger kid? Or yeah, what? he's a young kid and he's killing he's killing it, man. He's got like a hit song, that Tatiana song, and and I was just hearing an interview with him the other day, and uh, he he's only been doing it for a year, wow. and now he's getting you know shout outs from Drake and that's some of the cool. some of the other good rappers. So that's just goes to show you, you just never know. Have you heard that Baby Shark song? Baby Shark, I, like that's another one of those things that like has <laughs> two not. two billion views on YouTube. Like, it's, it's, it's like it's a, yeah. just a baby shark. It's I don't know. It's like a, I heard it last time, not last time for the first time, but it's like I'm not even sure about this. I'm probably wrong, but mm-hmm. I think I think some people in Japan put it out. It's like baby shark, and then like mama shark, daddy shark, grandma shark, grandpa shark. It's one of those songs. Do you ever hear like that, um, that gummy bear song? Gummy, 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 gummy bear. No. Did you ever hear? <laughs> these are all these viral sensations, uh-huh. dude. Billions of views. Yeah, how about you've got to heard that one by Psy, Open Gangnam Style. Oh, of course, of course, yeah. yes. Like the, it's like these kind of things. Like these songs are like when they catch on, they catch. They on. catch on. They catch on, and, and these kids love it. And those are the people. The kids, the kids watch it over and over and Dude, over. Dude, does and your over kid again. think you're funny? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He does. Does my he? Hey, I took him to a show uh, last yeah. year. Well, not not your stand up, but like your because I, I I remember because I've I tried showing my son videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't connect with him the way like cause my son's 11 so like mm-hmm. what he connects with is like stuff that we would look at it, like that's dumb really mm-hmm. like that like they're like quick cut stupid humor yeah well he like he you know, like, that's what my son was I remember a couple monk voices like, I remember a couple years ago yeah. there's this thing this guy called Welvin the Great goes got him got him that's it he's all he just says Tell got me about him that. what does he do like the whole how no, long is it he goes hey uh He's all, did you just get your mail today? What did you get in the mail today? D's nuts. Got him. He's the one that says D's nuts. Oh, okay. His name is Welvin the Great. The guy has like four, four teeth, I think. Wow. Yeah, and but was a viral sensation. Wow. They were paying Welvin, I, I want to say five to $10,000 uh, to do just special engagement. Just show his face in the club and then leave. And Welvin, if you're out there listening, uh, yeah, what's up? <laughs> we want to open for you. Hey, uh, uh, can I open for you, Welvin? Just give it. Yeah. Can I open for you? Just like your teeth are always open. Just please, <laughs> like that. Just give us five grand, and we'll be like, got him, <laughs> got him. Yeah, that that thing was very very popular, and my wow. son would watch that video 
I want to say 30 to 40 times a day. Yeah, because I try to show my, some, of my, some of my videos I've been mm-hmm. making. Mm-hmm. But it's just adults talking. It's grown-ups talking. Like, that's probably boring. That's man. extremely boring, too. You like, know? you need to do some stunts or something. Yes, yes, like, right. you yeah. need to go... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. need to do some crazy stuff. So like, I'm not doing that. That's what I don't want. Unless I really want to. But, you know what I mean? I don't want to just chase... Well, yeah, I mean, think about think, of, think like, about think about all the stuff. Remember those those shows, the Jackass people. Yes, they would do outlandish stuff, yeah. like stapling their nuts to their skin, like, and that was insanely popular. Yeah, and a lot and of people. Now they're doing all the improv. Yeah, and now and now Stevo is a comedian. I mean, it, you just never know. I, yeah. I have nothing against Stevo, but yeah, no. I know. <laughs> no, I don't, no, I'm Dude, sorry. You know what's worse? I don't know. What no. if you stapled your nuts and you only got like 12 views? But, see, that would suck. Like, what? what and you, or they light themselves on fire, and you know. And then you, you, you have your agent. Come on, my 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 boy Manny. Uh, he's got 12 views. He's 12 cool. 12 views. He stapled his dis, his nuts, and you know he's he's good though. And he's, he'll say got him. And he'll say got him. And for the late show, he won't say for the early show, but for the late show. Wow. He'll say it. Got him. So, w- there's obviously an accident in the in the sky. And our yes. pilot is trying to maneuver through that. Yeah, oh, I'm seeing slow moving traffic up there too. So, all right. So it's a yeah. So yeah, I mean, this is a this is a, a first rough draft of a podcast that I'm I'm doing, but it, we're doing it on the road. Dude, you put this out. That's all I got to do. You put it out, and then you make. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you what to do behind the scenes after this, and. You listeners are hearing this, right? We're, we're trying to figure this out as we record. It's great. You'll have episode one. You know what? Okay, I got, I got one for you. I got one for mm-hmm. you. If you want to do this, um, if this is your style or not, let's go back and forth. We'll name three things that were that were. Like, we'll do like a gratitude list. A gratitude things list. that we're thankful okay. for. Because I'm telling you, like, you know, like it, it does help. Um, every now and then, like, I feel like, you know, like, gosh, I'm not getting this. I'm not getting uh-huh. that. And, and this I, in this business that we're in, we're always yes. thinking about what we don't have, and we, we focus too much on what yes. we don't have. We need to focus more on what we do have. All right, so I'll, I'll start with things I'm, I'm grateful mm-hmm. for. Right now, I'm grateful that I'm hanging out with Manny Maldonado. We're doing a podcast, and we're on our way to a show. That's a great thing. Wow, that's nice. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm grateful uh, to be spending time. With the comedy beast like Darren, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not that grateful, but I, I'm just, I'm just, look, I'm just grateful to be around good company, and, and it's always fun to to do road gigs once in a while, you know, with with, with professionals, because I've done shows where it's completely unprofessional, and yeah. you have to carry the show by yourself. But the show that we're doing tonight actually has a uh, how many comedians? It's just me, you. I think we have like a six or eight. It's, it's quite a few. I'm grateful that there's too many comedians. Yeah. <laughs> no, no we like, okay, you guys. People out there listening, a normal comedy show, honestly, for me, is an hour and a half show. Yes, uh, I told three to four, three I, to four comedians. I told the promoter that. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And, and to me, because you know, and I think that's a good show. Three to four comedians, in out, and that's it. That to yes. me is a good show. You know, what? I heard a polit- I heard a famous politician quote from the like the eighteen hundreds. Mm-hmm. He talked about that people don't like to sit too long. He said the mind can only absorb what the butt can endure. Oh, you know, because true. After, you know, after about 90 minutes, maybe even... They're just going to want to pace around and move around. So, I mean, I have a hard time sitting. Like, when I, even I'm at, I'm at the movies, for two hours is long. So, you expect me to laugh for that long? No, that's not going to happen. No. So, I, I always thought that a, a standard show should be that. 
I'm grateful that we have GPS so we can like <laughs> so we can figure things out and be like, oh, there's other there's other routes. Estimated time and traffic ten minutes. That's not bad. Let's <laughs> take State Route 99 North and Porterville Highway in yeah. one mile. Okay. Exit to exit 202 Gorman. Okay, wow. so that's not bad. So our pilot <laughs> landed and now we're in a car. Oh, cool. So now we have to take the road to to this awesome event in uh, Porterville. <laughs> Porterville. Porterville. Look, anytime you do a show with the Ville in it, yes. I know. It, it alerts. It's an alert. Like, oh, you're coming to the Ville. Like, this Ville. But that's just the way it is sometimes, you know? Dude, I actually prefer little towns like this where you could, like, drive and, like... No, it's cool. It clears your mind. You you, you, you think about things. You think about, okay, like, this week I'm in Porterville. Next week I'm doing a big show at the Long Beach Theater, you know, with... Yes. Uh, Mike Epps, Paul Rodriguez. So that's it's, great. So that's gonna be fun. That, that's what's cool about comedy. Sometimes you could do uh, smaller shows, big shows. It's just the way it is. As long as there's an audience and a microphone, that's kind of all we yeah, care about. Absolutely. You know. But if there's ten people in the audience, I, no, I ain't doing it. I'm good. No. The only time I'll do ten <laughs> people is like if it's if I know it's like a late night spot, the comedy store, of course, or the improv or something. But like, but you're right. Like if it's. If we're out of town and there's 10 people, there's, there's something wrong that's like, with what uh, we're doing. I know. And then that's where people get pissed off. Like the comedians, the club owners. Mm-hmm. Like I, I know a story about a buddy of mine. He um, he showed up to some club in Houston, Texas. Uh-huh. And there was like six people in the crowd. And the manager was like, the show must go on. And he's like, he's mm-hmm. the kind of guy that didn't want to go on. He's like, no, I'm not going on. Mm-hmm. She's like, you have to go on. But then it got ugly because they started like. Of course. He goes, you, you got to. He goes, you, my name's not on the marquee. There's no picture. And there's then, no headshots, though. There's no evidence. Yeah, and she's like, she's like, and then she said something kind of insulting, like, mm-hmm. like if you would have had better credits, then then no more people and all that if stuff. If you would have, you know, this kind of shit, right? Right. And so, yeah. So then he was like, he really. So it really made him mad. So then I, he he waited till the feature was almost done, and then he slipped out the back door and got in his car and took off. And they're nice. like, please welcome. And then he wasn't anywhere to be seen. Nice. Yeah. And then they were blowing up his phone and he was basically like, screw you. Come back. There's six people here. Yeah. How could you leave us? So then that, so that <laughs> club owner got, so he wanted to get the last laugh. So the club owner went to that comedian's website and went to every, looked up every club he was working and contacted them and said, and told them what happened. Wow. That's yeah. extra. Anytime you, uh, I'm, I'm a firm believer. No reaction is the best reaction. So therefore... The club owner doing that kind of shows you the kind of person they were too, unfortunately. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's too bad. But in this business, I mean, this is a very cutthroat business that we're in. Um, I mean, it could be really gratifying sometimes, but a lot of times it could be very harsh. And I, I've had more good days than bad days, so I, I look at it that way. Yeah, let's go to the gratitude list. Yeah, let's go back. To I've, I've only been I, in the in the twenty years plus the twenty yeah. years plus that I've been doing. It, I've only been ripped off four times. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. <laughs> That's, this is a funny business where our gratitude list is like I'm grateful, Lord, that I was only ripped off four times. Yeah, I mean, when I mean ripped <laughs> off, I'm saying? not like at gunpoint, you guys. I'm yeah. talking about no, I know bounce yeah. checks or yes. hey man, I'll holler at you, give you the money some other time or or whatever. Only four times. That's not bad. I know. That's not bad. So that oh. once every five years, bam, I get ripped off. I wonder. Are you, are you due to get ripped off? I hope it's not this show. No, I am actually due to get ripped off. Oh, so I need to no. knock on wood. Oh, no. Gosh. <laughs> so, no, we, I, we, I don't think it is. No, I don't think it's this one. <laughs> I hope not. But, 
Oh God! What I do we- remember one time, the the time I did get ripped off was I was doing a show in Bakersfield and I knew it was a fishy story because oh, no. check this out. I I knew yeah. it was, I was they Try not st- to use names because no, I'm not. No, we yeah, never yeah, use names. Yeah. They know who they are. Yeah. So I was doing. <laughs> I knew something was up. Okay. They had me at the Motel 6, which I don't have a problem with Motel 6. Okay. Yeah. But a limo picked me up. And that's when I knew something was fishy. Like, why would a limo pick me up from the Motel 6? Is the limo very necessary? It's not. Yeah. They could have spent the money on something else. Like, I don't know, by paying me. Yeah. (laughs) Not not the limo driver. What was the deal with that? And I knew something was up then. And they had me... Another comedian and the group in too deep on the show. Mm. The, the guy that sings uh, "Back to the Hotel." That's the only name drop. Yeah, back to the hotel. I, basically, it was so bad that I wanted to go back to the motel, <laughs> not yeah. the hotel. Yeah. I wanted to get back to the motel and just just sit there and just wallow in my sorrow. Yeah, but I I didn't get I I was told I was going to get a certain amount of money. And they were obviously there wasn't that many people in the audience, so they said, "Hey, I need to talk to you." And once you get that speech, you know, Gosh. it's just an awful feeling. I hate that feeling. Yeah, but it's only happened about four times, so I, I can't complain too much. I can't complain too much about that. Any other, any other times that you you uh, experience something, you're like, "Man, I am not getting paid today." Um, no names, of course, but uh, one time I did a whole week. Man, and, a whole week. Yeah, and they 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 ended up just giving me like. A third of the money. Oh wow! And they were like, "Yeah, small claims court and blah blah blah." Oh like, man! Oh, gosh, like, but I wonder if that happens in other businesses. It probably does, right? Like, let's say you're a construction. No, I don't think so. No. And stuff. And no, you don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's. I think it's an entertainer thing. I think it's an yeah. entertainment thing. I think a lot of. I mean, you never see people that work at Best Buy or whatever say, "Hey, man, um, oh, yeah. you know what? We're gonna hook you up next week." No, <laughs> it's Best Buy, That's man. True. They're gonna take care of you. It's just I feel that since comedians. Even if they, even with with management and all that stuff, it just happens more in our business, mm. and, and I think maybe it happens to other entertainers, entertainers too, maybe like musicians and yeah. people like that too as well, where you do get the shaft. <clears throat> yeah, you know. And I always wondered. There's a couple of uh, people that are duo acts, like uh, comedians oh, that are duo acts. I always wondered, yeah. do they get? Does one get paid more than the other, or do they get okay. half and half? I always want probably half and half. Okay. I, n- I never, I never ask. Like the Sklar brothers, yeah, like these brothers that are these like, brothers that are doing comedy or whatever. I, I always do you have a brother? No, no. That'd be cool if you did. Like you guys do comedy together. <laughs> you mean like Gallagher or something? Yeah, like yeah, the Gallagher yeah. Oh, yeah, you have a brother who was a hack who, yeah. who was starting to steal from his own you brother. Have the other Manny, Manny and Danny, <laughs> Manny and so, Danny combo. No, no, no. He did the West Coast. He does the East Coast. That's hilarious. Yeah. With the same outfits and stuff. <laughs> no, but. uh yeah, I mean it's uh but it's a good time to laugh. I mean, comedy's always been a good a good thing and right now we, we live in some crazy times so people really do enjoy comedy's made a big time comeback. And I'm I'm excited to be part of that wave. Storytelling has been around since the beginning of mm-hmm. dawn of man, right? So podcasting, stand up, it, it will it'll be around, you know. It's not going form, anywhere. Some form or another, you know. People like that connection. I like that connection. I like watching comedy and I like watching, I like listening to podcasts. Yeah, so hopefully people will listen to this. They will. Yeah. Um, I think the the toughest part about being a comedian is just, uh, it's just kind of just going, trying to evolve with the the times. Like I I remember 10 or 15 years ago, I wouldn't want to do, why would I want to do a podcast? I just want to just be funny. But now, you know, you, you, it is accessible to you. 
You might as well take advantage of whatever is out there. Dude, I love it because I look at it like, I look at like, you know, when I I got this from this guy named Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk. Mm -hmm. He has a book called Crushing It. And he talked about like, think about when when we had that switch uh, from radio to television, Mm -hmm. like in the 40s or whatever. Um, That's how like, you know, podcasting is channel two, Twitter is channel three, Facebook is channel four, YouTube is channel five. So... Also, when you're a comedian, your phone is like a TV studio in your pocket. You know, you pull it out. Like, when I picked you up, you were like, let me film this. It's like, boom, you could film something. Mm-hmm. And, now, and that's one know. thing. What's his name? He's mastered and done a great job is Kevin Hart. Like, yeah. he is... I feel that he's done an excellent job. Yeah, because it'd be very easy for him just to, like, do his movies and make his in millions and, yeah. and move on. Exit right but to he's also, like... Know, he's always on the, on the social oh, media, on the Snapchat, yes. on the Instagram, yeah. on the... You know, on everything, and he has his own network, LOL Network, and yeah, he's a beast, man. He's a beast when it comes to all that stuff, and he set the bar extremely high, and you know, he's killing it. I like that he has like a positive attitude, and he's into like like running and stuff too. Yeah, he's and he's and he, he works out all the time. He you know he he eats well. He's killing it, man. He, he's he's a jack of all trades, killing it. Yeah, I um, I need to eat better. You know? Well, well, there's a McDonald's over here. <laughs> I mean, we didn't want yeah. eggs over here. No, I yeah, mean, yeah, yes. Yeah. I mean, eating better, uh, living a healthier lifestyle is is a, is a plus. And the business that we're in, because you know we're on the road sometimes, you guys, and you know the road, the food is not always. You know, you don't really eat. You eat late. I know after eat, the show, and then, and then when I'm home, I'm doing that. It's like, what am I doing? It's like you, you I'm mean, exercising. I'm eating pretty healthy, but it's like uh-huh. I love to like eat late at night, and I gotta like realize like that that's not something i need to be doing you know what i mean right yeah it's no like, doubt you know yeah like when i look at kevin hart i'm like you're right that's good that he's I, I i thought that was pretty cool like he'd go to a town and do like runs with people you know mm-hmm. what i mean like i like that vibe that like you never know what this podcast is going to lead to like what do you like doing you like football and sports right i i enjoy going to sporting events uh i enjoy uh, going to I, I, I love sports. I love I love going to concerts too. I went to two or three concerts last year. I enjoyed that. But imagine if you could do like a meetup with your listeners. You know what I mean? Like you guys are like going to tailgate like at a Raiders game. That'd be nice. I mean, I mean tailgating even even at, at a Raiders game might be exciting more than the game itself. You know what I mean? But still, it's yeah. something that you can interact with like, your that would friends. Be cool, like like your podcast listeners. Like seriously, like this is episode one. Imagine like you know. Like by football season, you yeah, know, you guys start doing something. Like this is you never know. This this is gonna go out in what March, right? March. So yeah, by dude, by see, yeah, that would be awesome. Even if you had like, you know, we're in March already, right? Yeah. It's March twenty third. Is it March or April? Yeah, it's March twenty third. Yeah, time flies. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I just said Happy New Year's last week. <laughs> I mean, wow. it just it goes it goes by that fast. Turn left on Gorman School Road, then turn right. These are weird directions for going to Atlantic City. No. Yeah, we actually have to go through four four other states. Hey, no. look, El Grolini's Mexican food. Are you hungry? Yeah, but just because I'm Mexican, we don't even <laughs> eat Mexican. Jesus Christ! Wait, let me see if I can even pronounce that word. It means the something. El Gruyense. Ooh, yeah, I like that. El Gruyense. El Gruyense Mexican food. Yeah. That means what does that mean? The something Mexican food. It's just Mexican food. Oh, what's that Gruyense? What's I don't know what that means, but it just sounds cool. El Gruyense. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. I took Spanish for two years. I know, like two. L's I, I mean, it, Spanish is hard because they. It yeah. was hard for me. I got a nice C plus in it. 
Really? Yeah, it was hard, turn like, writing it for me and Oh, yeah, because you got to be, like, then yeah. Then turn right on Ralph's Ranch Road. But just communicating with people, that's yeah. easier than, like, like, L, like, masculine and feminine, law and L. So what do you, what do you like to do, um, what do you like to binge watch or something, like, when you, when you have downtime? To be honest with you, I don't really do a lot of binge watching now because mm-hmm. my binge watching now is mostly YouTube and YouTube tutorials. Because uh-huh. I like to learn how to do stuff. I want to be like, you know, like you want to expand your horizons. Yes, expand my horizon and my opportunities, and that's what I've been doing. I've been watching, I've been going to YouTube and watching like how to make my podcast better, how to like build up my mm-hmm. YouTube channel. Like, what can I do to do that? Like, I have a, I have a friend. He's always like watching comedy specials or like I don't really watch comedy too much because I do it all the damn time. I know. My buddy, he's always like, he's like, yeah, I'm watching Sons of Anarchy. Like, he loves it. Like, that's his escape. Mm-hmm. Look at this lady. I got to watch out for her. She doesn't give a fuck about how she drives. Look at that car. She had side. one headlight missing. In no, more miles. than that. Like, her whole front end was Turn gone. Turn right on Fraser Mountain Park Road. But I will say, uh, when I have binge watched, look at that sign. Two bears. All right. When I have binge watched uh, Breaking Bad, I saw every episode. Yeah, that was, that was good that stuff. That was like a great one, man. Right on. This oh, look at look at look at this accident wow. in the air. <laughs> accident in there, like there were people pulled over in it's the like, air. Yeah. Dude, look at this. This is like. Oh man, this is a this is a big time. I don't know why other people aren't doing this GPS thing. And everybody's going to Portugal. I, I don't think they use the Waze app. Huh? They don't know what they're. We're using a Waze app. Look at this. Oh my goodness. Whoa. What is that? There's cars on this side of the highway that are jacked up. Look at this. Oh, man. This is a big-time accident. Whoa. What is going on here? It's wrecks. The wreck is on this side of the freeway. Oh, you're not going to record it, are you? Can you record and keep the podcast going? Yeah. I think you can. Wow. Crazy. I'm saving it. Wow. I don't want to see that. No. I'm not. Yeah. yeah, It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go go to the podcast app and see if it... Still recording. Well, that's cool. That's good to know, dude. That's really cool. I'm learning you can, too. You can multitask. So you're, th- this thing will cut off after an hour because I know I did a podcast once and it just shut off like that. Like it only records for an hour. We don't need to do an hour. We're yeah, good. You, you want to wrap it up? Listen, everybody. This was uh, my first podcast. A little little road trip thing. Thank you uh, for listening. There's more to come. I'd like to thank my guest, Darren Carter. Darren, thank you. Thank can you, you Can you let everybody know where you're at next? Yeah, perfect. Uh, my podcast is called Pocket Party. Look up Darren Carter, Pocket Party. Darren, D-A-R-R-E-N, Darren Carter, Pocket Party. My Instagram is official Darren Carter and my YouTube channel, Darren Carter. Or just go to DarrenCarter.com. And I want to thank Manny for, for having me on his, his uh, first episode. And you guys, thanks for listening. You heard him first. All right, you guys. Much love. Que pasó, que pasó. See you to the next episode. Peace. Que pasó, que pasó. It's your boy, Manny Maldonado. Thank you for listening to the Manny to the Max podcast. Appreciate the love. I hope everybody had an amazing weekend. Uh, the end of March madness is March madness is bringing into April. We have the final four set. Texas Tech, Virginia, Auburn and Michigan State. Congratulations to all those final four teams. May the best team win. Unfortunately, my Tar Heels got eliminated by Auburn, but it's okay. Duke lost too, so it's okay. I'm I'm happy with that. So once again, whoever's out there watching March Madness, congratulations to all those four teams. 
Uh, the Final Four is always a fun night. That'll be this Saturday. Tune in, watch it, check your local listings, and then the national championship will be on the following Monday. So be on the lookout for that. I saw us this past weekend. Uh, yeah, it wasn't that scary to me. It was actually just a decent, good action movie to me, actually. I didn't have, I was expecting a lot of jump scares. Uh, but I really didn't experience any jump scares at all. But uh, congratulations to Jordan Peele. A very good movie. Uh, I considered it more of an action movie than a horror movie. It really didn't scare me. It was weird, though. It was on some weird stuff. I did like the fact they had some uh, scary music in the background. Like, ah, ah, like, you know, screeching, stuff like that. Kind of brought it back from the 70s and 80s horror films. That was kind of cool. But uh, more more of an action film for me. Uh but I enjoyed it. So hope he keeps on turning out great movies, which I know he will. And uh, that'll be cool. That'll be real cool. Once again, I hope everybody had an amazing weekend. And I hope everybody's enjoying the sun. sun's out out here in Los Angeles. So sun's out, guns out. I see people rocking shorts and stuff already. I'm wearing shorts too as well. So I'm enjoying the weather. It's good uh, hiking weather if you're into hiking. So go out there and enjoy the nice sun please please do because we have plenty of rain out here in southern california and people from socal cannot drive in the rain to save their life i'm from the north so i know how to drive very well in the rain i'm from norcal baby 209 central valley representing so i know how to drive in the rain but i'm just glad the rain's gone and april's coming april's here now so time for the good weather to happen spring is finally here easter's coming I'm still hanging in there with Lent. I gave up uh, so soda and uh, what else did I, soda and soda and what else did I give up soda and chips. So I'm a big fan of both of those things. So I give up those things. I love actually chips and soda. So I give up those things for Lent, and uh, it's been going well. But sometimes I have urges to, you know, just try to get some chips here and there but no i'm staying away from that stuff so yeah so i'm by myself today no guests just me myself and i and i want to talk about real quick uh, relationships relationships yes the, the r word whether you're in a good one or a bad one relationships are are uh, can be a task but uh they're good they're good for you teaches a lot teaches you a lot and i hope people that are out there in their relationship that you guys are Ha happy and having fun and all that good stuff and take the good with the bad and yeah relationships are, are aren't easy first of all in order to be in a relationship you have to love yourself love your damn self to the fullest love yourself more like a thousand percent in order for you that way you give off that good positive energy with your loved one at all times so because if you love yourself and you're good, chances are the relationship that you're going to be in is going to be good. It's going to be all good, all positive. I am a very positive person for those people that know me. Well, I like to come off uh, always looking at the always looking at the light at the end of the tunnel, even if the tunnel is dark as hell. I like to see, oh no, let's, let's see what we could do to make everything uh, positive. And that's how I, I tackle myself in my relationships with friends and loved ones and all that good stuff, I, I always try to feel and think positive at all times. 
the only times I'm considered a hater is when during fantasy football season. That's that's because I talk a lot of smack. But other than that, I'm very positive all the time, 100%. What makes a good relationship work? Just uh, communication. I feel like long as people are communicating with each other, communication is key. Having each other's back uh, all the time, no matter what. Your partner that you're with or the person that you're in love with sometimes can go through ups and downs and you have to pick them up, uh, pump their spirits up, be there for them, be there through the good, the bad, and the ugly, I guess, all that good stuff. So that's key in a relationship. I've been blessed to be in, uh, uh, let's see, one, two, three serious relationships in my life. I've learned and grown from each one of them. I'm currently in one right now and I'm still learning and growing and I'm happy. I'm happy. But sometimes things can be challenging. So you have to look within yourself and understand that that relationships take a lot, a lot of effort, a lot of effort on both parties. I'm the kind of person that likes to fight for the person I'm with. Or, you know, whoever I'm in love with, I, I I love hard. I love to the fullest. There's no no limits, no no boundaries. I love to love hard and all that good stuff. Yeah, 